Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Voices of Volron. It is I, your host, Anthony Perez, with my co-host here. Allison Ray. And as mentioned last, well, two weeks ago, we didn't record last week. That one wasn't my fault. I don't know why we didn't. No, we did. I forgot going Last week? Mm-hmm. Really? Oh. Well, I guess we did then. Um... Oh, no, I'm such a this liar. week, we—that was because of the pug. My mom's dog got very sick, and I had to take care of her. That did happen, huh? Yeah, that was last weekend. Okay, well, yeah, emergency for that one. Um, this episode is gonna be about growing up with siblings, <clears throat> and. How that experience was like, and family dynamics, how that all changed, whether you're the firstborn, secondborn, lastborn, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, so for context, I'm the firstborn of all my direct brothers. Um, my dad's side, I'm the firstborn of three, and from my mom's side, I'm, I'm the firstborn of two. Um... The oldest one was born when I was nine. And wait. Eight. He was born when I was eight. Um and I remember every day I was always like asking for a brother. I was like kind of jealous that people had brothers back in elementary school and I was like the only child and was it really I could have sworn I was nine but whatever when I was eight my brother Christopher was born he's the first born um he is now 13 gonna be 14 um He's changed a lot, but the family dynamics changed a lot when he was born, obviously. All the attention is going to go to him because he's a newborn. Like, you're going to tend to newborn more than an eight-year-old. That's just how it is. Um, I wasn't neglected or anything. It's just I had 100% attention, attention, but yeah, it was like 65-35 kind of thing, but... I never minded. I wasn't really the jealous child. I was like, I I get it. Like, he's a baby. Like, I'm not going to get mad or jealous or anything. So, it didn't really do anything. Um, then my second brother was born, which is Giovanni. He was born March 2010. Chris was born December 2009. Um, Gio's 13 now. And again, my mom was asking me, oh, are you jealous? I hope you don't feel jealous, blah, blah. I'm like, no, it's fine. Then my third brother came in and it was Joshua. He also, he's also 13. Uh, He was born in June of 2010 as well. And this is where things kind of got complicated for my dad. He had two newborns. One was six months. Not really a newborn, but like still a baby. One was six months, which is Christopher, and 
my brother was a newborn. Um, a lot of Joshua's early life was in Nicaragua, and he, he was born here, but he left to Nicaragua and then came back. He was with his mom at this time, and it was mainly the two of us for a lot of his early childhood, and then it wasn't until, like, later in his life. He was here, and my dad got full custody of him, thank God, and he's been living with my dad ever since. But the family dynamics changed a lot. Um, there was a lot of toxicity with Christopher's mom and my dad as well as Joshua's mom and my dad because obviously you could tell there's only a six months different difference between their birth. A baby takes nine months. So three months after my brother was conceived, my other brother was conceived. So it was just really messy. There was a whole bunch of fighting for a man and all that. Not healthy. Um, it kind of put trauma on me. It put trauma on my brother. He probably doesn't remember, but it's still evident now um, what the effects of that were. But that's just context for me and my family's dynamics there. Now that we're older, things are different. You know, I've become an adult. They're becoming teenagers, which they had experience with me now. So parenting for them is going to be easier. Because my dad actually knows what to do, what not to do. Same with my mom. Um, I was kind of the experiment, I guess, for them. So, <sighs> theoretically, my brother should have it easier, which they do. Um, for my mom, it was easier in the way that she could correct the errors that she had with me with my brother and if something that if there was something that she didn't do like i'm trying to think she didn't really give me the freedom when i was a kid slash teenager and she's giving it to my brother now because now that he's in middle school he would walk to the mcdonald's on the corner there but I remember I would have to ask my mom, and I was like, hey, I'm going to go here. Is that okay? Sometimes it'd be a no. Sometimes it'd be a yes. Or I'd just be scared because I'm like, I don't know what they're going to think. So that's easier for them. Um, for my dad, he's kind of gotten a little stricter for them for some reason. Um, he would have my brothers go to bed by like 9 or 10. And I'm like, I would literally be up until like 11, 11.30 playing like, I don't know what happened, but maybe that's his way of correcting. I'm trying to limit playtime. But yeah, um, that's one of the major differences in terms of, like, curfew and stuff. It probably is to limit their playtime because he hates yeah. when you're playing. Yeah. So he probably thinks, but oh, it's because I let you stay up this late playing and that's why you're like this now. Kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So, to get into the real death of it, right, um, my dad has a favorite. I know parents love saying, I don't favor anyone. I love you guys all <laughs> equally. All That's parents true. have a favorite. 
you can love us equally, but that don't mean we're treated equally because it's very obvious with my dad. His favorite is Christopher. Um, the favorite between my dad, mom, or my dad, my mom. The favorite between my dad, my aunt, and my uncle was my my uncle, I think. And it's kind of interesting that that dynamic is still passing down, considering he grew up with that and he should know how it feels. And I point it out a lot. And I apologize to Chris because a lot of times it comes off as I'm mad at Chris, but it's not like that. I'm mad at my dad. He loves saying he doesn't have a favorite, that he loves us all equally. But it's the way that he treats us that he's not seen. Because if me and Joshua make a mistake, he'd get mad at us and yell at us. If it's with Chris, he's like, don't worry, it's not your fault. I didn't explain it properly to you. I'm like, what the heck is this? You have all this super nice, calming way of talking to him. And then with us, it's like rude and aggressive. Um... So, Ali, you know that I, my dad loves to go wash. He loves wash. That's his favorite hobby. Every, Washing like, five days is yeah. going to go wash. A lot of the times, Chris doesn't come with us. It could be my mom's. And my dad is like, okay, you're going to have to help me. I'm like, bro, this is kind of annoying. But then when it's when I tell my dad, like, hey, we should go pick up Chris because this is a lot of clothes. He's like, no, he's too far. He's with his mom's. I just wouldn't let him. And. Iris is his mom's name. I'm like, that's kind of dumb because all because he's at his mom's, all of a sudden he's protected by that. But when I'm at my mom's, it's like nothing. I get I'm closer to the house, but it's kind of hypocritical. Um, My brother Chris has gotten an attitude which has come from my dad. And when he gets mad, he's like, stop, I'm getting mad. And he has, like, this attitude, which clearly comes from him. And my dad just doesn't do anything about it. He's just, like, he takes it and doesn't say anything. Like, really? Like, that's how you're going to let him talk to you? But if I say anything that's, quote-unquote, talking back, all of a sudden, I need to respect you more. And... Um, that you're not my friend, you're my father, blah, blah, blah. And it's just a whole bunch of, like, hypocritical stuff that my dad does. And even my whole family knows. They're like, well, just your dad getting mad. No one wins with him. I'm like, why are we, like, enabling that? Why are we just pushing it off as, oh, that's how he is, rather than fixing that? Um, I'm going to go on a little rant, but... With my dad as well, it feels like he favors Chris because of who his mom is. I feel like my dad loved my brother's mom more than he loved any of our moms. That it's coming across like, I'll do anything for you because of who your mom is. And he tries to get like 
approval from her at times, it feels like, and the way that he treats him. Um, he had a really hard time with her specifically. It was a whole bunch of back and forth, getting back together. Oh, they broke up. Oh, they're back together. And it felt like every weekend was a natural like occurrence for that. It was routine, kind of. They'd argue on the weekend, and the weekend they make up. Um, and it's kind of affecting our relationship because I tell him, like, you were not okay. You need to go to therapy. And he tells me, like, no, I'm fine. I'm not. I don't get mad a lot. It's just like, you guys get me mad. I'm like, are you hearing yourself? Why does every little thing that we do get you mad? And my dad was never like that before his mom, before they broke up. Ever since then, he's been super sour, super aggressive, and he's just never learned to take care of that. And sorry, this is like a tangent, but it reflects on our relationship because of that. He has an easier time with Christopher than he does with the other, the rest of us. Um, one example, too, is grades. My dad is super, super strict with me. So, for context, and he literally just did this either yesterday or two days ago. He called me. He was like, oh, how was the exam? I told him. Um, I did better than the average. The average was 66, and I got a 75% on the exam. Although I started with half the time of the other people, so I was on a time limit. I needed to make sure that I finished everything so I at least have an answer. And some of the stuff I couldn't really check because I was using someone else's laptop since mine couldn't connect to the Wi-Fi. And yeah, basically the time just stopped me from checking more answers. But he was like, oh, you're not studying. You're not studying. You're not doing that good. I'm like, dude this is a college class I'm doing better than the average like usually a 75 is kind of poor but college is a whole nother realm where as long as you get better than the average you should you should feel okay at least because you're doing better than most yeah that's how I see it probably waits it and you'll probably end up with an A you just have to do better than the other people you don't necessarily Mm -hmm. have to get like it's like running faster than the slowest 30s. person if you're getting chased. Yeah, I got like 30s on all of my tests. 30% on all of my tests of physics too. I got a B. Yeah, like it's, I, you uh, should never take the average. You should never take the test score at face final. You just gotta see if you did better than the average. I did. And I explained that to him. He was like, he laughed it off as a joke. I'm like, dude, it, I get it, but no. But then my brother, he got his first C in elementary school. I was never like that. I was getting honor rolls. I was getting A's and B's. And I know everyone is different. I wasn't judging. But my brother was like let loose, kind of. My dad didn't really have any uh, consequences for that. And I was weeping when I got my first C in middle school because of my math teacher 
And he was like, it's okay. You went this long without getting a C. It's a hard school, which it really was. Um, and blah, blah, blah. But it's just not the same. Sorry, I've been talking a lot. You could share your sign now. Yeah, mine's a bit different because I'm the youngest mm. out of, there's four of us. So I have three older brothers and I'm the fourth. Um, my oldest brother is eight years older than me. Next one is four years and the last one is two years. <laughs> so, you know, Josh, he's the oldest, kind of set the president, pre presidents, pre I, yeah, that word. <laughs> um, he set the bar, let's say that, for um, all of us. You know, he got really good grades. He was a valedictorian. He had, a four, I think, a 4.0 when he graduated high school. He, Josh is, like, a super genius, by the way. He's, like, one of the smartest people I've ever met in my entire life. Um, you know, he went to college. I think he had a 4.0 in college, went to grad school. I think he still had a 4.0, went to get his PhD. Um, and all that. Now he's a professor. Um, he did get into trouble, though, a little bit. Like, not, like, with the law or anything. He just, like, hung out with some questionable people sometimes. Mm -hmm. And would, like, hang out at, like, the skate park and everything in, like, the 2000s. Which was, like, where all the stoners hung out and stuff. Um. He also started smoking when he was 16. So, and my parents found out about that. And then, like, um, after that, they were very, very strict on us with, like, who we could hang out with and what we were doing. Because they were, like, I think they thought that they gave Josh too much leniency. Um, with things, like, he was able to play... Like, M-rated video games and stuff at a lot younger age than I was. He was able to stay up later and stuff. Because, um, you know, he was the first kid. Um, mm -hmm. Then when it came to Kyle, he... My parents were a bit more strict on him. He did not get the best grades. And my parent... my Specifically, my dad was, like, really hard on him for it. Because um, he just... He wasn't good at, like, math and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so he would get, like, he got, like, a few C's and stuff in high school. So my dad would, like, really kind of bag on him for that, I guess, is a good word for it. He would, like, make fun of him for it and, like, force him to try and get, like, better grades and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um. And he was, like, more of, like, an artsy kid. Like, he did a lot of artsy stuff. Um. Josh didn't really do any, he, he played in a band, but that was about it, and he didn't really do any, um, he didn't do any sports or anything like that, even though the man's, like, 6'7", he could have easily been such a good basketball player, but he's just not interested in playing it, um, then Kyle, he was very, very artsy, he was, like, in the marching band, he took a bunch of art classes, he would, like, write stories, he acted and like the school plays he wanted to grow up and be an actor and stuff um <laughs> and then matt was kind of like he was he's really he was pretty smart too he didn't get a 4.0 in high school but he was pretty close he got really good grades he um he was very sporty he did like track he did 
football until he broke his arm and then he stopped doing football because he broke his arm um mm. he did he did like a bunch of stuff like that um and neither of them like really got into much trouble or anything like that um kyle would hang out with some very questionable people um and he would like you know smoke weed and stuff but my parents never realized that um so he never got in trouble and then matt didn't do anything like that um he was a very like straight and narrow kid he was like an eagle scout you know he was like just very um i don't know just didn't get into trouble at all and then there comes me and like e i feel like each generation they got like a little bit more stricter with them mm -hmm. like having them go to bed um earlier and stuff like that i mean josh like they were very very lenient on him he had like his bedroom was like in the attic so there's like no supervision when he was up there you do whatever you wanted no one would ever know um and stuff like that um when it came to me you know my parents already had uh three trials um so i feel like for me everything was like put onto but like to the max like i had mm. to be like this artsy kid and i had to do sports and i had to be really smart and i had to like be like perfect basically or they would be mad at it so like um for example when i would be in like elementary school i would get a's um except for in spelling i would get like b's in spelling um i'm just i'm still horrible at spelling it's just not my thing um but my and he my dad wouldn't do this for any of the other boys but he would um any of the boys but he would like make me sit down with him and write each word like a thousand times every week for all of the spelling words every day like it was ridiculous um to try and like force me to like learn it because he didn't think I was able to study on my own or whatever. And then like I had to go to bed at 7 p.m. was my bedtime. 7 or 8. I think it started at um, 7 and then like it just kind of went later as I got older kind of a thing. Um, but yeah, I had to go to bed very early I was not allowed to watch anything like any of the other kids were like the Simpsons family guy king of the hill um I wasn't even allowed to watch like Ed and Eddie or um Pokemon I wasn't allowed to watch Pokemon either when I was younger um because my parents thought it was stupid and that it would like rot my brain um so I wasn't allowed to like watch a lot of stuff they were very very strict on that I couldn't watch anything that was like above like the rating of age I was. So like, I couldn't watch anything that was PG-13 um, before I was 13, that kind of thing. And then when it came to video games, I couldn't play any video games that was above my age either. Except there's one singular one that I could play and it was Toe Jam and Earl. It was a teen game, but they let me play it anyways. But that, I think that was just because my mom wanted something to play with because that was the only game she played. Um, but like Haunted Mansion I remember specifically was like E10 game and I was like 
I think eight, I wasn't allowed to play it because it was E10. They were extraordinarily strict on it. Um, like I wasn't allowed to play Skyrim until I was 18 because it was an Emory game. I did sneak up to my my brother's room to play it though, but um, in the attic because that's where our Xbox was, but I wasn't allowed to. Um, they were also a lot more strict on like who I could hang out with and stuff. Like especially when kind of when I was getting into um, high school was when like. My brother Josh was, like, very much with, um, smoking and stuff like that and drinking. Um, well, not quite high school, but, like, if I would come home smelling, like, smoke, my parents would be like, what were you doing? Who were you hanging out? Were they smoking? Like, that kind of stuff. Like, they would interrogate mm -hmm. me. When in reality, well, my friends did smoke, but, um, when in reality it was usually from their parents because their parents also smoked. Um. They, like, would question me about my friends, like, all the time with drinking and stuff like that. They would, like, just sit me down and interrogate me. They didn't really do that to any of the other boys. Um, until, and this kind of thing, them being, like, really, really strict kind of went on until they got divorced. Because they got divorced around when I was, like, 15, I want to say, right around there. 14, 15. And then, all of a sudden, they were very, very lenient on everything. Both of them. <laughs> um, I think at that point, they kind of really... I don't know if it was more they were trying to get me to, like, one over the other or what. Um, because, like, all of a sudden, you know, it didn't really matter um, what I watched nearly as much and stuff like that. Still did a little bit, but it didn't matter. Like, I had uh, one of my friends basically live at my dad's house with me for, like, a whole summer. Um, another summer, I lived at one of my friend's houses basically for a whole summer. And they didn't care. Um, which was very out of character for them. Um, yeah, they became a lot more lenient after they got divorced. My, like, my dad was fine with me getting beads and stuff. Um. You know, I, I never got, I didn't get a C in high school ever, or like, I didn't get a C until I got to college. Um, and they were fine with that. Um, but I always felt like an immense pressure of, I have to do better than my brothers because of them. Even after mm -hmm. they got divorced, they just kind of had that attitude. Well, specifically my dad had that attitude that I had to be better than my brothers. Like I had to, you know, play sports because Matt played sports. I had to, like, play soccer and softball. That's what I did, um, sports-wise. I had to be in marching band because Kyle was in marching band. And I had to be first chair because Kyle was first chair in um, his section. Um, I had to be, you know, um, oh, on National Honor Society because that would make me, like, better than my brothers because none of them... Uh, we're on National Honor Society and just stuff like that that like my dad always pressured me that I had to be doing these things kind of a thing and like even now he still does it like because I got my you know I got my undergrad in engineering 
Um, and then I got my master's in engineering and right after, literally right after I defended my thesis, we walked out of the room and he was like, okay, so when you're starting your PhD, you have to do better than Josh. Come on, you have to get a PhD and a postdoctorate. And I just like looked at him and then just went and talked to my mom because I was like, I'm not dealing with this. Um, yeah, he just always kind of, um, made me feel like I had to be, you know, better than my brothers, which is a really toxic thing to do to your kid. Sorry. You know what I mean? To mm -hmm. make them think that they have to be better. Like a little bit of competition is healthy, especially among siblings. But, like, he was pushing it so hard that it almost made me start to resent them in a way. I don't resent them. Like, I love my brothers. You know, I know it's not their fault that my dad's like that, but. Yeah. And then, um, you know, my dad remarried. My mom also remarried. And now I have four, um, what would that be, step-siblings. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um. And as soon as, like, my dad remarried, he just kind of, like, you know, forgot about us. And it was all about the step-siblings. Um, you were talking about favorites? Both my parents yeah. definitely have favorites. My dad's favorite would be Anthony, his, steps, his stepson. Not even one of his actual kids. Like, birth, like, he's been with their whole life. Like, he... I mean, he got married to Gloria, and Anthony was already, like, 18, I, th I think. Like, 17, maybe. Um, and he is definitely his favorite. He, like, all he does is talk about what Anthony's doing. And literally, he, like, fixes planes. And he acts like he's the godsend of a human being. And Anthony's a massive asshole on top of it, which makes it even worse. Um, before that, it was definitely my brother Matt because he did he did like football and stuff, um, and he was like the Eagle Scout and stuff like that. So he was definitely my dad's favorite before that. Um, it's really just like whoever my dad feels like he can brag about to people, that's his favorite. And right now it's Anthony because he helps people who are rich in the area fix their planes. Um, my mom's favorite. It's a little bit harder to tell. I think it's probably my brother Kyle. But I also think Kyle kind of forced that just because he like nonstop talks to my mom. Even after he moved out, he shares way too much information with her. But, um, I feel like Kyle's kind of her favorite. Because he's, like, I mean, he's more feminine than I am, to be real. Um, so he can, like, you know, my mom can talk to him about, like, nail polish and, you know, clothing and stuff like that. That I just can't because I don't really care about that stuff. So. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> <clears throat> um yeah. I felt the pressure of not being better than the rest, but I have to be like the best for them. I have to be the example kid of like um 
applying myself 100% every situation and having to like move properly in the world for my brothers mm-hmm. and like I get that but at the same time the majority of what they absorb should be from the parent like the brothers are like it's a fine example but I don't know I just don't like it um because one I had the pressure of being a first gen college student um my parents were like they didn't pass high school on time my mom had me during the time so she had to go in the summer and finish my dad failed his senior year and had to repeat it because of one class um my aunt my uncle i think they failed as well and then went in or maybe they didn't even go and graduate, I'm not too sure. I know my grandparents on my dad's side, they completely just dropped out before reaching high school. Um, I don't know about the grandparents on my mom's side, but it was first gen pressure on me as well as they knew that I was gonna be really good in school from like elementary and Yeah, I kind of feel that too. Like, uh, my like Sorry. my dad graduated college, and like his whole family did. But I feel like they knew from like a young age that me and all of my brothers could go like farther in college mm-hmm. than they ever did. And there was a lot of pressure I feel like put on us to do like a master's and like a PhD as well. Yeah, um, someone came into the room, but, like, I was gonna say, um, yeah, I was first gen, I was doing better than my, um, what you call it, than my family in school from, like, a young age, so they were like, oh, he's gonna be smart, he's gonna do college, blah, blah, that was kind of already set on me from when I was a kid, and I just went with it all the way, and now I'm still in college, so... My fate was kind of foreseen when I was smaller. But I have to be... Well, one, college was a whole experience for my parents. So they didn't know what to do with that. I didn't know. I kind of had to go through that myself for that part of life. Um, Now that they have experience with me, it's going to be different for my parents. They they know to save a lot of money for when my uh, brothers go to college. Um, and they have a lot of experience with FAFSA because FAFSA is confusing. Mm-hmm. So you need like the FSAD for you. You need the FSA for your parents. You need um, well, the tax returns are like the year before, and. I could see how that's like really confusing for Hispanic families. Yeah, it was just a lot. Yeah. FAFSA was a lot for mine too because my dad didn't really help with it. 
because at that by that point like my parents were divorced so it was really just my mom doing it um and <clears throat> what was I gonna say my mom didn't go to college so she didn't she didn't have like any uh you know idea what it'd be like because she didn't go her mom didn't go nothing like that so mm -hmm. on my mom's side i guess we would be first gen not on my dad's though but he didn't really help much with it yeah it's really online hard same um so yeah don't uh you know, compare your children to your other children. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna help breed, like, resentment between them, not get them to, like, challenge one another. Uh, you have to do it in a, like, healthy way. Um, so, yeah, Guy, what's the next podcast gonna be about? Um, the next podcast... I'm... I'm a bit undecided. I don't know which one you would like to do. I don't know if you wanna do the one about like the world issue right now or the pet one you had the world Not issue sure. okay so for the next podcast it's going to be talking about the conflict between Israel and Palestine which just this weekend there was a whole um attack that happened from Hamas on Israel and I've seen a lot of the uncensored videos on Twitter and it is not good yeah I want to okay. talk about that and like which side we're on and what's happening with that because I feel like a lot of people don't know or they are just not well informed enough to make a decision on that yeah all right so yeah uh come back next week to listen to us talk about the invasion of israel that's happening right now have a great week until then